What's good? What's good? What this is the good? Solo. What's good? What's good in the hood, cuz? I'm making me feel so good inside. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for all for all of Man. you who don't know, that's Holly Berry and Monster Ball. Make me feel so good. Make me feel so good. <laughs> Make me feel so good. <laughs> What was weird she about that boy. scene? What was weird about that scene though is that her son just died, and her reaction, <laughs> yeah. her reaction is the fuck. That's awkward. Her reaction is the fuck. Yeah. I mean, I didn't mind seeing and, her naked. And then Billy Bob Thornton was like, <laughs> oh, "I mean, I know, <laughs> no, your son just died, but fuck it, shit, don't pussy my lap." And Billy Bob was a racist too in that movie. He's like, "I don't even like black girls, but shit, go throw pussy in my lap, fuck it, I'll just." No, we got we got to do a movie review with with that movie one day. Let's uh, let's let's um let's do a throwback call. Thursday, a TBT review. Right. Yeah. Anyway, it was weird too because we had to uh, actually watch that movie in a uh, in college. Like Joe made us watch that movie. Hey, hey. that was I, a great movie. I think Joe just wanted to see uh, Holly Berry get fucked. I think that's what, what it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, and um, you might want to explain to the to the listeners who Joe is. Oh yeah, that was our uh, professor in uh, college. <laughs> Creepy professor. Yeah. <laughs> he made us. Uh, yeah, out of all the movies, he made us like study uh, Monsters Ball. <laughs> Don't worry, class. It's a very educational film. Yeah. It's all for learning purposes. It's about a racist who uh, falls in love with a black woman after mm-hmm. her son dies. Don't forget the Joker was in there. Yes, he was. He Ledger. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. So anyway, uh, let me introduce the show. So this is the Solo Ant Show, and I'm, I'm uh, Pretty Tony, aka Expecting Ant. I'm with my boy Romeo. Romeo was good. If you don't know, now you know. All good in the neighborhood, sucker. Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I gotta send you that video. Well, speaking of Hulk Hogan, yeah, what are we talking about today? Oh yeah, so on today's show, Romeo mm-hmm. and I we're gonna uh, we're gonna hit the DeLorean and we're gonna go back in time. We're going to uh, a, a distant past. Well, not so distant, but 1999. 21 mm. years. It's hard to believe anybody born in 1999 is not old enough to drink. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, 1999 was a good year for uh, for music. The number one song, that was during the, the, bat, I mean, the, the boy band revolution. And the number one song of 1999 was uh, I Want It That Way by the Backstreet Boys. How's it go? Tell me why. Wait, no, I go. I <laughs> want it that way. Tell, Tell me, me why. why. Ain't nothing but a heartache. Tell <laughs> me where. I want my boba. <laughs> oh, that was the Asian version. They made an Asian version. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, that was it. A... <laughs> uh, was it the. Uh, the uh, Taiwanese boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the number one movie of '99 was uh, the Sixth Sense, which to mm. me was uh, M. La Shemla's only good movie before he fell I off. See black. What was it? I see black people. 
I mean, no, I, I see, see white people. I see, no, Marlon Wayne's version is scary movie. I see white people. I see white people. They're everywhere. They've turned into hipsters. Yeah. Well, the next night, next night, I don't even think the word hipsters yet. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Such a great movie. Six cents. Yeah. yeah. I wonder what happened to no that uh I was about to say that little boy, but me and him are like the same age. You know what's funny? He was, he was in the, he's in the boys. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna mention that. Yeah. He was one of the uh the uh, mutated you know, he, not mutated, but he, he's one of the he's one of the I won't say he's part of the seven, but he's one of the superheroes. He he, was like he's friends. like he's like a bench warmer. He's like yeah. one of the uh the C um the C I guess C grade heroes so yeah, that he can he has he has these powers where he can read your mind by like right. touching you yeah 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 so it's not he's not that dangerous i guess but then then again like well he's dangerous though like if he touches you he knows everything about you everything about you all the gossips like you know if if you're gay or not if you're like you know it's just if if you're yeah just just things things you you don't, you don't want people to know about definitely he could just like tell people and just spread this out on the internet Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that is a dangerous. Yeah, that's a dangerous power. Yeah, but also too for me, if I had that power, it'd drive me crazy because like can you just imagine like you just bump into a random person on accident and all of a sudden you have all their memories. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, I don't, I don't want to know this shit. Kind of like, kind of like how Rogue, you know how? Well, not similar to Rogue's powers, like. You well, know, it's kind of like Rogue because like when she touches you, she steals your she, powers. She steals your powers and your. Memory. This guy, he steals your memory. Right. Well, Rogue also steals your memories. Because she steals everything about you, like your powers yeah. and and your memories. So she remembers all the bad things you've done. You know who this guy actually reminds me? His character reminds me of um, Bruce Willis's character in was it Breakable? Unbreakable? Was oh yeah, it... another Emma Shemlab movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, another. There you go. See, see how we like tie those two together. So I take the bag. Emma Shemlab's made two good movies. Right. What about Glass? I have not seen it. Okay. Okay, but uh, the sequel to Unbreakable. Split. You're forgetting Split. about Split. Yeah, that w- well, okay, maybe three good it. movies because I, I I enjoyed it. Okay, okay. Well, I haven't seen it, but I've heard a lot of good things about it. Oh yeah. Uh, but now that we're getting uh back on track, so mm-hmm. for those of you wondering why we're going back in time to uh, 1999, is because uh, we're gonna be. Ooh, reading. that rhymes. <laughs> oh yeah, back in time to 1999. All right. <laughs> so the reason why we're going back in time to 1999 is because we're going to be doing a review on mm. the 1999 Royal Rumble. Sucker. Now, yeah. Now, our boy Romeo, he came up with the idea of reviewing a Royal Rumble for the past. Mm-hmm. And so I Googled, uh, you know, the best, uh, best and worst Royal Rumbles of all time. Okay. And so according to the Wrestler Observer and, uh, Quickly, the wrestling observer that'll be like um, Rotten Tomatoes of wrestling. Like they watch all the wrestling shows, and they <clears throat> and they give them a star rating. They have a star system, so like one star means it's bad, five stars means it's the best. So one out of five stars. So Romeo and I decided. Uh, so they voted the 1999 Royal Rumble as the worst Royal Rumble ever. And really? Romeo and I decided to uh, 
do a review on that on that Royal Rumble. Now, like I said, they have a star system one through five. Five stars meaning it's the best. One star means it sucks. But the Wrestling Observer, they hated the Royal Rumble so much, they only gave it half a star. So we decided to watch the 1999 Royal Rumble, and later on we'll tell you uh, if we agree or disagree with the Wrestling Observer's uh, rating of this pay-per-view, of them only giving it half a star. So... Um, before, okay, before we give our, our start a review, let me read what they said about this uh, pay-per-view and why they hated it so much. Uh, they had a problem with, uh, well, they said that the paper, A, the pay-per-view was boring. They didn't like it. Uh, they hated the fact that the storylines were all over the fucking place in this uh, pay-per-view. Like, they just said there's just too much shit going on. Um, the uh, the World Rumble match itself, they hated the fact that uh, Vince McMahon won the World Rumble, <clears throat> and, and, God, they, I and basically, that so bad. Yeah, and basically, the only thing they liked about this pay per view uh, was uh, the match between The Rock and Mankind, which uh, we'll talk about it later. But yeah, that was one of the best matches I've seen. And I was really surprised by The Rock. I didn't. I don't remember The Rock being that fucking uh, brutal. And then uh, the Vince McMahon Stone Cold. Oh, I want to talk about that too. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah the Stone that, Cold Vince McMahon rivalry. So that that's the, those are the, those are, uh, those are the reasons why they gave it half a star. Like they just they just thought it was boring. The pay per view is boring. Uh, the storyline is just you know too much shit going on. It was all over the place. Um, and they, they felt like it was hard to follow. And that the, the booking was just, just bad. So, we'll start things off. The first match of the 99 Royal Rumble, uh, we had uh, Road Dog versus Big Boss Man. Um, I don't know, this match, I wasn't really feeling it. It was just kind of like black. No, no. Um, Talking about Jerry King Lawler and Michael being the commentator. Well, you know how I feel about Michael Cole. Um, like I said, the fact that he's been able to keep his job <laughs> for this long is beyond me. Uh, I thought he sucked back in '99 when I was a kid, and uh, I think he sucks now as, as uh, back in and now in 2020 that I'm an adult. But uh, yeah, he's you no know, Michael Cole's still working there, and so is King Jerry the King Lawler still working there too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, but I actually like King Lawler as a commentator. Yeah, now before uh, I talk about uh, Road Dog and Big Boss Man, I just want to say to another thing that uh, I noticed, and we talked about this with the 2020 uh, Royal Rumble, just the production value and how much you know things have changed in the last 21 years. Um, you know, the production value with this one, it just looked like dark and gritty you know like it kind of um to me kind of fit the time period like it had mm -hmm. like this like uh this grunge this grunge feel to it but they didn't have the yeah. you no know, production value that they have you no know, today you know, even the interest way was you no know, yeah. didn't even look yeah. this look different 
All right, so yeah, so Big Boss Man versus Road Dog. Uh, first of all, rest in peace to the Big Boss Man. Uh, he passed away back in 2004. But uh, oh, in this yeah, but in this Goodness one, uh, he Christ. defeated uh, he defeated the Road Dog. Um, this match it was just kind of like whatever. Um, didn't the thing about this match is like uh, this is one of these matches where I felt like I had to watch. I needed to watch like Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, like the, all the storylines building up to the pay per view because. I really had no idea why uh, Road Dog and Big Boss Man were fighting, um, and the match itself to me was just boring. All right, so uh, Road Dog, yeah, Road Dog, Big Boss Man. You better ask somebody. I mean, no, you better call somebody. Oh, you don't know? Oh, you don't know? To call somebody. Somebody. Oh man, I love that part. The uh, DX Generation, was it D Generation X? Yeah, D Generation X. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sucky. Oh, man. That was I like remember, your uh, trademark. That's your yeah, signature I, right there. Yeah, I got in trouble at school for sending it to a teacher. See, I want to talk about how, how times have changed the... Um, I guess we can say the censorship of you know of WWE because back then you could it was easy for them to say suck it and of course they they would cuss and curse call each other a bitch call each other this nowadays you can't even do that anymore yeah what amazes me about that is how it seems like we've gone like backwards. Like you would think back then, people would be more sensitive to it, and then as we, as time progresses, we'd be less sensitive. I said it's the opposite. Like back in the nineties, it's like nobody gave a fuck, but now it's like if you say half of that shit, you know, yeah, they, they would just they'll just cancel you. Yeah, yeah. Like hashtag boycott uh, WWE. Yeah, this is supposed to be a PG thirteen um, show. For my children. Yeah, cause they even had uh, the host for Godfather. Yeah. And uh, Jerry Lawler got all the uh, all excited. Like, Ooh, the host! The host! <laughs> so yeah, so the um, yeah, so Road Dog versus a uh, big boss man. Me personally, I really didn't like the match. But I'm with you though. I, uh, the crowd was really into it, especially on Road Dog's part, which made it uh, somewhat interesting. Right. But uh, overall, matches it, it is what it was. I mean, it is what it is. Then, uh, oh, let me ask you this: What do you yeah. what do you think about what do you think about the big boss man turning heel? I mean, when he was when he was a face, when he was a good guy. You, you see him in this like blue uniform, and once he turns into a heel, he comes in with a SWAT uniform. <laughs> well, see, what do you it's, think about uh, the transition? The transition. What do you think about that? Well, it's hard for me because um, I'm obviously I'm younger than you. So for me, growing up as a kid, I always knew him as a heel. I don't remember him oh. as a babyface back in like the late '80s, early '90s. Oh, really? Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Damn. Like, cause like this, uh, when this pay per view uh happened, I was eleven years old. So like, 
this, like, that was the hard part about doing this, is that, like, you know, the nostalgia factor, because I still remember watching this as a kid. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, my memories of watching wrestling as a kid is uh, this. Uh, the other stuff from, like, the, the 80s and early 90s, I don't I don't really remember it too much. No, I got you. I don't think you were even born, though. Yeah. You were probably still a toddler at the time when I started watching wrestling. But you can answer your old question since you remember. Well... He was actually a, a fan favorite to many people. He was he was pretty much high up there in the ranks with Hulk Hogan in the Ultimate Warrior and all of those old school cats. And and I don't know. I, I I don't know too much of like the history as far as as far as his employment with WWE, but I you know, he did leave for a second. Well, you could say in, WWF because at this time they're still WWF. Well yeah. I mean, I want to call it WWE just for copyrights, but yeah. at the time when it was called WWF, he he did, uh, of course, which is World Wrestling Federation at the time, and he 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 did take his leave. Uh, he was gone for like years, and came back during the time when The Rock, you know, made his first debut or whatnot. Or when Stone Cold came in, like so that'd be uh, start to, mid, that'd be like mid to late nineties. Mm-hmm. And then that's when they, they they made him a heel because then I don't know. I guess he looked better as a heel, but he was more like a jobber. He wasn't really like I don't know. It was more like the type of character you want to just put in there and have somebody to hate and just have like one of your favorite superstar to beat up. He was one of those guys now. So that's how I see him, you know, in comparison to his prime time, prime days. Well, and then, well, then obviously by 99, he's like a, a big time heel, and, mm-hmm. you know, he, he's beating the shit out of Road Dog with yeah. that next yeah. stick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With his, like, SWAT, SWAT attire. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. He had a SWAT attire. <laughs> I've never seen a uh, I've never seen a cop wearing a SWAT attire so out of shape. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, from he okay as a babyface, his name was Big Boss Man. As a heel, he changed Still his name Big to just, Boss Man. No, it was Boss Man, just Boss Man. I, I think, thought he was still. I thought it was still Big Boss Man. I thought they just called him Boss Man for short. I don't know. Well, I guess, but. Either or, um, for, you know, usually when you turn heel, you wear a darker color. So him wearing a black SWAT, SWAT like bulletproof SWAT suit, I guess it makes sense. Yeah, that's, well, that's how I feel about the match. I wasn't too interested of, of the boss man, but I did like uh, Road Dogs. Um, intro. Yeah, his intro, his little, you know, his little chants and you know, all that stuff. And all his little gimmicks. I still enjoyed it. All right. The next we had uh, Ken Shamrock versus uh, yeah, Ken Shamrock defending his Intercontinental Championship against Mr. Ass. And uh, this was the storyline for this match was kind of weird because it was uh, basically uh, Mr. Ass was trying to fuck uh, Ken Shamrock's sister. sister. And uh, Ken Shamrock, 
Ken Shamrock had to defend. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll get into her in a minute. So yeah. Ken Shamrock was trying to defend, you know, his sister, or whatever. He didn't want you no know, Mister Ass fucking with her. So he had to beat his ass, and that's and so they end up fighting for the Intercontinental Championship. Now, a backstory about uh, Ken Shamrock's uh, sister. Her name was uh, was it Ryan? Ryan Shamrock, I think it was. Probably. Yeah, but anyway, a little yeah, a little backstory though was that uh, she well, I'm not I'm not uh, back then anyway. I'm not sure if they're still together, but back then she was actually Ken Shamrock's girlfriend. What? And yeah. And Vince McMahon, the reason why Vince, well, Vince McMahon hired her because he wanted to do an incest storyline between what? her and Ken Shamrock. Oh. And Ken Shamrock was like, nah, I'm not doing that shit. The and, so they, they, and so they changed it up to where Mr. Ass was trying to fuck her, and then uh, Ken Shamrock had a, you know, didn't want Mr. Ass fucking with his sister, so they ended up fighting each other. Wait, so that's not his real sister? No, that was actually his girlfriend. Well, Mr. McMahon hired her, so therefore she could play his sister, which she did. But the original storyline was that well, there's going to be like an incest relationship between her and Ken Shamrock. And Ken Shamrock's like, no, nah, I'm not doing that shit. That's nasty. And so they switched the story up to where Mr. Ash was trying to fuck her. And then Ken Shamrock was like, no, nah, you're not fucking my sister. And they ended up fighting. As, as fake as it sounds, I mean, you know, as scripted as it sounds, that's still pretty trippy for Vince McMahon to be thinking about, like, oh yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and hire this chick and make her pretend she's your sister and you're fucking her, and let's do the incest story. Well, it's not just it's not just yeah, but it's, it's not just not it's not just like any ordinary chick though. That like this is girlfriend in real life. No, this is girlfriend in real life. It's like Vince McMahon. It's like, like it's like Shamrock brought her to a show. Whatever Vince was like, oh Kenny, that, that's your girlfriend, pal. How about I give her a job and uh, we're gonna pretend uh, she's your sister, and we're gonna have you guys you know, do an incest storyline. Yeah, you know it's you know it's very comfortable, uncomfortable about that storyline, the fact that of course we're gonna be talking about it, but of course um, going going back with like the uh, Ken Shamrock and Mr. Ass's storyline, Mr. Ass mooning. Is supposedly sister uh, in, in this uh, story, so the fact that that's his real that's his real girlfriend, and to have you know one of your coworkers, you know, moon your your girlfriend, like showing your girlfriend his ass, that, I don't know, it's kind of disrespectful. I find it disrespectful, even even though if it's scripted, it's just I don't know. Some some things you shouldn't be doing, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, I agree with you there. Like, you know, if that was my girlfriend, even though we're working together and she's supposed to be pretending to be my sister, that yeah. is kind of like disrespectful. But at the same time, from like, and this is why I kind of got lost. I wasn't really feeling this match because I wasn't. The match was okay, but like overall, I wasn't really feeling the storyline only because like. What girl you know gets turned on by you mooning them? Like if I'm trying to hook up with a girl, I'm not mooning her. That's that's not my that's not my uh, go-to move. And so for Mister Ash to do that, I just thought it was kind of weird. And then uh, you know speaking of Vince McMahon, like how the hell did Vince McMahon talk this man into going by the name Mister Ass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was Billy Gunn at the time. 
I think uh, he, he was also uh, Billy Gunn and the Smoking Guns. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that was before yeah. he hooked up with Road Dog. Before he turned into like, well, I don't know if he's like anti hero, heel, or babyface, but you know, he joined the, the Generation X or whatever. Well, my question is for, for him, you know, for Mr. Ass to be mooning a chick, he wouldn't have to. Well, uh, mooning, mooning a chick that he's trying to hook up with. Well, I, I know, but again, it's scripted. So you know you're not gonna hook up with a girl, but for you to do all that, even in front of thousands of people, because you're still doing it in front of people, scripted or not, you're not putting a fake ass on top of your ass. Like he literally did it. Like he did it. So for him to do that, you would have to plan and prep how your ass is gonna look in front of everyone. Well, I'm pretty sure it, it looked like he, he shaved his ass. <laughs> Did he go to like one of those like camera removal areas? Like, hey, look, look, uh, I gotta, I gotta show everybody my ass uh, next weekend uh, for this one show. I need to do a Brazilian like right now. <laughs> Did he even have a Brazilian back what's, in the nineties? What's the thinnest dog you can <laughs> you can recommend right now? <laughs> because I want that shit to look nice and smooth. You know, I don't want anyone. You know, talking about this in the internet or posting. Well, at the time, nobody had, you know, camera phones, but still. Well, like, back then, there was barely any internet. There was no <laughs> There was TV. There was yeah. TV. <laughs> but, hey, people did have cameras, though. Not camera phones, but, you know. Yeah, like camcorders. Devices. Yeah, camcorders. And I see people, like, taking pictures of the superstars with their, you know, regular pocket cameras. They had those portable cameras. You know, they're they're not they're not away from technology. They still had something to capture the moment. So, but that, those were my thoughts. <laughs> and then another thing that too that took me away from the storyline is like I just <clears throat> I just didn't find it believable that that hot chick will actually like want to fuck Mr. Ass either. Like she looked, she had a baby face, so she looked young enough to be his daughter. Or she looked too innocent. Yeah. Well, she was smiling. So, and she was smiling the whole time. It was like bad <laughs> acting for her. It's like, okay, are you are you supporting your brother or are you supporting Mr. Ass? Like, what's going on here? You mean, are you supporting your brother boyfriend? Yeah. Or are you supporting <laughs> Mr. Ass? <Are> you... <laughs> <laughs> like, what is it? I'm confused. Who are you supposed to be? <laughs> like, what's going on here? That's so weird. Like, nah, I will. I will... <clears throat> oh, go ahead. It's like, hey, babe, um, you have to pretend to be my sister, okay? So no kissing during um, during the show. Yeah, I, I wonder how right? that I wonder how that job interview went. Yeah, right. Well, she's getting paid for it. I'm sure Vince no, McMahon's I'm, like, I'm hey, saying... well, I can provide you this much income. This is how your check's gonna look like if you just play this one scene, you know? No, but I, I just wonder, like, okay, you and your girl. Okay, let's say like you're you're a professional wrestler, right? And both yeah. you and your girlfriend are working together, but Vincent Man wants you and your girlfriend instead of you guys being boyfriend and girlfriend like you are in real life. He wants you guys to play brother and sister. And so, like, I understand that you know it's a role, but at the same time, it's like if people were to see you guys in public, they'd be like, "Wait, time out! Like, aren't you guys brother and sister? Like, why, why are you guys, guys holding hands and making out and yeah. shit?" 
Pagono. Yeah. Well, that part, that probably explains why Ken Shamrock always looks pissed off. Yes, right. <laughs> like he's got roid rage. Like, <laughs> and you would think, like, was he always like this? Because I know he has he has MMA experience, right? Or or um. Well, yeah, he was, uh, he was one of the first. Yeah, he was one of the first like UFC people to make UFC the switch. To this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I know he has a lot of experience doing that. But even even in the UFC, like he always looks pissed off. So I'm like, dude, is this steroids much or like what's going what's going on with this guy? He's so aggressive. Like, like he's always pissed off. Dude. Like you're you're like if you're a kid and you you saw Ken Shamrock. Right, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Ken Shamrock from TV or from wrestling or from UFC. And your buddy goes, oh, go, go ask him for his autograph. Like, fuck that. That guy's gonna kill me. <laughs> Wouldn't you be afraid to ask for his autograph knowing that he has kind of like that persona? I don't know. As a kid, he looked pretty frightening. Well, I was actually surprised watching this too because uh, I always remember Shamrock as being like a baby face, like everybody's cheered him. But in this uh, pay-per-view, it seemed like uh, he was a heel because, you know, the people in Anaheim, because, oh, yeah, by the way, this pay-per-view took place in uh, Anaheim. But the people Anaheim. in Anaheim, yeah, the people in Anaheim were booing the shit out of him. Well, he they, turned into a heel. He, uh, he was part of the, uh, the corporate. Uh, the, uh, the corporation. The corporation. The corporation, yeah. With the Rob and Big Vince Boss. McMahon. I, you know, it's funny because this whole entire Royal Rumble was revolved was, around then about yeah the corporation yeah. um team or whatever and yeah and i think that was like vince mcmahon's the mcmahon family's you know team they had their own team which they, uh which the, the as i mentioned earlier that's that's one of the things that the wrestling observer had an issue with about oh, this show okay. what was that and why, and why they gave it only a half a, a half a star because of the corporation well, they, they felt like uh, you know the, the entire show revolved around uh, the you know Vince oh, McMahon and the, yeah and the corporation yeah. thing too much and just overall yeah. the storylines they just and we'll, like I said we'll get to it later on because it yeah. it happens mostly oh. during the Royal Rumble match itself but like yeah like a lot of shit going on yeah yeah we'll get into that oh my god I hate uh, that I got my words. So, but uh, so before I, we go on to the next match, I will say this about the Ken Shamrock uh, Mr. Ass match. So Shamrock he beat uh, Mr. Ass. He uh, retained his Intercontinental Championship. He beat him by making him do the ankle lock, and I thought it was interesting uh, that um, he quote unquote broke uh, Mr. Ass's ankle, which led to the other storyline, which is will Mr. Ass be able to compete in the Royal Rumble match later on in the night? We shall find out. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting uh, from a story point, a storyline uh, point of view. Right. Now the next match uh, was uh, X Pop defend his European Championship. Uh, the police are coming. So he had, oh uh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> he had, uh, X- I saw Big Boss that last night. <laughs> The big he's not dead. He's been, he's been faking it for 16 years. He's been faking it 16 years. Rest in peace, Big Boss, man. We go ahead. Oh, uh, yes. We had, uh, so we had X Pac defend his European championship against Gangrel. Uh, once again, it was a, a match that I was not interested in, but I will say oh, this. Yeah. I will say this, though. Gangrel has by far the best intro I've ever seen in wrestling. 
I forgot how uh-huh. cool that dude was. <laughs> well, the whole the whole vampire thing he had going on. He, he reminded me of Blade, like not yeah. Blade, but Blade's. Uh, no, no, but Blade. no, but yeah, because it was around Blade came around the same time period, so it kind of fit. Well, yeah, oh uh, yeah, um, vampire stuff was the end thing yeah. at the time. Yeah, yeah so yeah. Time period. But like his intro with the him like coming up through the fire, I thought that shit was cool, and even his yeah. theme song and like. Even I was I was sitting watching, I was bopping my head to his theme song. I was like, this, shit, this dude pretty fucking cool. Are you gonna download him with Spotify? I don't know if they I don't know I don't know I don't know if they have wrestling theme songs on, on Spotify. Oh hell yeah, they do. I should yeah. check. Yeah, it's awesome. I got uh I, you be making uh, wrestling wrestling music. I've been banging some wrestling music. <laughs> <laughs> some Nakabuda songs, like you can't see me. Fucking yeah, yeah, they've got some good. I, I, I mean, especially now. I I started I started downloading some wrestling songs ever since we did the Royal Rumble review 2020 because they had a lot of like up to date intro songs and even hip hop songs too. So I wanted to see what it's all about, like who it's who is produced by, who are the musicians. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. You should check it out. Well, I'm definitely gonna see if I get that uh, gang grill. Oh yeah, I like that, sure I like that, that shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you uh, can even find Hulk of I am a real American. <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> am I a real American? Who knows? <laughs> um. So what do you think about the gang grill on Xbox? Uh, well, I, I said it was it was an interesting match. Um, both of them were going back and forth. Um, the uh, the one thing about X Pac that has always bothered me about him, his character, is that like he's so fucking skinny, but yet he's beating up these like buff ass two hundred and sixty pound dudes. And he's only like one hundred and eighty pounds. Well, don't forget, he is he is pretty quick though. Yeah. And he's now, pretty ripped. I, I do remember him though as the one, two, three kid, and then all of a sudden he changed his name to X Pac. I don't know if that was like a tribute to Tupac or something, or why he became <laughs> X Pac, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, X-Pac. you don't remember, um, you don't remember Eminem's um, song, the one Pac, two Pac, three Pac, four, your Pac, nine, <laughs> his Pac, none. You don't remember that? That was that was like that was like uh yeah that was like three years before uh that was like three years after this. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe Eminem got it from X Pac. One Pac, your Pac, two Pac, X Pac. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, X Pac, um, yeah, he beat Gangrel. It, it was a cool. It was a cool. Actually, I take the back, man. It wasn't that bad. It was it was a cool little match. Like I was entertained. Bad. Yeah, bad. but I still, I still think uh, the gang grill man, like his entrance was awesome. I forgot, I, I forgot how how cool that dude was. I do remember gang grill. Uh, it wasn't just him; he actually had a crew. It was um, Edge and Christian, the Brood. Edge and Christian, the Brood. Was it the Brood? The brood yeah, they called themselves the Brood, and then like uh, later on, they broke away from gang grill and they became like these like surfer dudes. They turn into like regular human beings. Yeah. Like, and again, if it's a time period, people like, yeah, man, like, man, it's like totally Ram- radical, bro. Yeah. Totally radical. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, 
Like, yeah, dude, it's like so, it's like so cool, bro. Yeah, bro. And you know what? If you guys want to take a picture, go ahead. We're going to go ahead and pose for you. <laughs> and then they would pose. They would pose like in like every angle. That way you can yeah. get a shot of them. That shit was funny. Edgy pictures. Like, uh, yo, like, bro, we are so radical, man. We freaks of awesomeness, bro. Bro, you reek more awesomeness than me. Like, you reek so much awesomeness. It's like ridiculous. But if it's a time period, it's like I just imagine that's how white people talk back to him. <laughs> hey, you would not be surprised. Go inside my beach. You still got white people talking like that, like bro, like bro. seriously, bro. Like I, I can't with you right now. I can't so, with you now, bro. It's so rad, bro. Like we're so bro. rad. Bro, you can't see those waves over there. Bro, I just feel like, the I just feel the awesomeness just dripping off your body, bro. <laughs> bro, you are just like voice with awesomeness, bro. Yeah. <laughs> bro, just don't take a shower because you're just gonna water the awesomeness away. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're getting a little too uh, carried away here. All right, and then now uh, the next match, which is to me by far the worst match. The worst match. The uh, and, Sable and, defending her women's championship against Luna. And, and uh, oh, actually, well, I told you, time out, time out, time out, time out. Before I, I talk about that, I almost yeah. forgot about Gangrel because I oh, found okay. this out uh, doing my research. Gangrel, because I wanted to know what happened to Gangrel. Uh, did you know Gangrel is not a porno director? He's no longer wrestling. He's... Oh, really? Yeah, he uh, switched careers. He's now a film filmmaker. He uh, makes porn. He's like, fuck this, dude. Like, me, like, groping and, and, like, holding sweaty dudes is not my thing anymore. I'm not making that much money. No. I think I, I should get into the, the porno business. <laughs> I need... <laughs> like, man, you know, I've always been... I don't, I've always wanted to become a director, but I don't want to do, like, big-budget Hollywood movies. I think uh, porn is, is my thing. I'm just direct porn. He fits it. He fits a point of brute producer. I mean, you look at his photo right here, like with his glasses and you know the the, uh, the unbuttoned top, with his uh, neck neck choker, like and his long hair. Like this is a porno director right here, producer. Like he no, looks. He I've always like. I've always wondered though. Like I would not want to be a porno director because, like. I'm always afraid that I might get cummed on, like if they uh, you know, doing the, the climax scene. Who says you need to? Who says you need to like sit that close to the uh, to the? No, nah, like, like if it's like a regular director in a movie, you know, you got to, you know, talk to the actors and tell them what you expect in a certain scene. And so like, what if he's like, you know, about the climax, and you're like, hey, no, 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 cut, Bro. cut. I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> you better hold it. You better hold it. This is direct. I can't. I can't. No, no, no. Oh. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like. The, I didn't like the way. I didn't like the way you was doing her doggy style. We need to reshoot that. Cut. Next time, don't come on her back. I want you to come on her ass. So we gotta reshoot that shot. <clears throat> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, right, that's so, interesting. Yeah, that's I thought interesting. that was interesting too. Yeah, he, he's like, you know what? Fuck wrestling. I'm just gonna get into porn. Get you know what? Vampires. Yeah. Yeah. Blood, blood, 
sucking, blood sucking, cock sucking vampires. Yeah. That's gonna be it. Yeah, vampire porn. Yeah. Yeah. I bet Gangrel made the Twilight Porno parody. What would you name it? What would you title it? Ah, shit. Twilight. Twilight? Oh, that's a good yeah. one. That's a good one. <laughs> Twilight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or, uh, that's a good one. I'm trying to think of one right now. What would you call Eclipse? Eclipse? Eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> What's the third installment of Twilight? I don't darkness, know. I, 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 didn't, I didn't pick this shit. It was like midnight over the. I forgot. Something night. But anyway, um, let's talk about the next fight. All right. So the next, the next match was uh, by far the worst match of the night. It was a uh, Sable defending her women's championship against Luna in a strap match. I which is ironic because we saw a strap match in uh, the 2020 Royal Rumble between uh, The Fiend and uh, Daniel Bryan. Yes, yes. And that yes. was that that match was a thousand times better than oh, this. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, well, first of all, uh, once again, rest in peace to Luna. Uh, she passed away back in 2010. Oh, um, yeah, but. <clears throat> The map for, uh, well, and then uh, secondly, I was actually surprised myself because like, I remember as a kid, I had a huge crush on Sable. Oh, yeah. And now, as a dog, I'm looking at Sable, I'm like, this bitch does nothing for me. Like, she has like fake titties, no ass, don't nothing. Like, it's just like, whatever. So, it just, it, I was just surprised myself how my, my standards have changed as I've gotten older. You know, like when I was a kid, I was like I was like butters, like well, why, 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 why's my wiener getting hard? <laughs> this is not Lord of the Rings. Yeah, this is not Lord of the Rings. This is, I thought we were watching wrestling. I, I don't, I don't understand how come every time Sable's on TV, my my, my wiener gets hard. <laughs> but no, it was just the match. Yeah, so the match itself was boring. But what's even worse than the match was Shane McMahon's commentary, like. I, I got to the point where it's like, dude, can this motherfucker please shut the fuck up? Like, he was just annoying as fuck. You know, you know. Sometimes I've I've been so annoyed. Like I respect Shane McMahon now, but back then in his younger days, he was just trying too hard to fit in, way too hard to fit in. Like I get it. You're the son of the CEO, president, founder of a corporation. But dude, he's the son you know, of a. He's the son of a billionaire. I know that. Yeah, you're the son of this and that, but do you really have to be that involved? Like, do you have to be that well, annoying? I don't mind him involved. being. A, I don't. I don't mind him being involved because like he is the heir to the company, but just like he was so annoying, it's like, bro, like, shut the fuck up. But he's been doing that throughout the whole entire years. Uh, you know, since since he was uh, introduced. By uh, Vince McMahon, like he's been that like annoying rich kid. I think that's his character. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's like that annoying rich kid that you know, can basically get away with anything that he wants. Yeah, so, like, it, like, dude, like, well, my daddy's gonna cut your paychecks, or no, cut off your paychecks, or cut off your hours. So you better do what I say. 
but you're only 14 year olds. Shut the fuck up. Like, suck <laughs> my dick. Like, he's that kid. Like, what? Shut the shit the fuck up and suck my dick, bitch. Yeah. He's like, he's like that kid. I'm like, you know you're who, 14 years old. Like, you know who the fuck you like, you know who the fuck my dad is? Yeah, he's that guy. He's that guy. And you know who Stephanie McMahon? You know what she reminds me of? She reminds me of the daughter of the uh, pawn star. Not, not the, the the one in um the second the other one. The one that takes place in um the ghetto area. What's that place? The Jewish family. Uh, all star all star pawn stars or something. Speaking of Stephanie though, I was surprised that uh she wasn't there. Like maybe well this was nineteen ninety nine, so maybe she was still like in high school or college or something like that. She wasn't married to Triple H at the time. This is when China and Triple H No, this is when China and Triple H were still together. Yeah, yeah. boyfriend girlfriend. And and uh, D Generation X was still forming. Like they weren't even bad guys yet and Triple H is like the founder of the team. But he wasn't he was still Hunter Combs Humphrey. He wasn't like big badass Triple H. Like you can see how skinny Triple H was at the time. Like this was yeah, a, even his uh, even his wrestling attire was different. Like he wore pants instead of like yeah. the, the underwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he wasn't beat, beefed up Triple H yet. And this was when China was China too buff at the time. I think she kind of she kinda was she, was, she, she didn't slim down. down until she retired yeah. from wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because remember in college. Like, yeah. uh, Remember in college we watched her sex tape with the an egg with X Pop. I, I, I didn't watch anything, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. Bro, bro, we watched it with the uh, Miguel, and that's when we found out Miguel was into like uh, bodybuilder chicks. Bro, and we're I like, think it was... like we're like, dude, like, <laughs> what do you see in this shit, bro? Like, bro, I remember you might as well be with a man. I, I remember when, when, um, when there was this one bodybuilder chick that we saw on Facebook, and she looked like a man, bro. She was even. She was like ten times buffered than us, right? And they were like, and I'm like, hey, hey, Ed, would you would you hit? And you're like, oh fuck her, that's too big. And we asked another person, hey, would you hit? Oh fuck no, nah, she looks like a man. And then Miguel just comes out of nowhere without us asking Miguel, I'd fuck her. He's like, yeah, I'll fuck her. He's like, man, I've like, I've been thinking like bodybuilder chicks, bro. Oh my god, I think they're hot. I'm like, dude, you. Like why? Why would you want to fuck a chick that has like muscle in her ass? Because she still got two, three holes, bro. Still, like <laughs> when, I, when, I'm cuddling, when I'm cuddling, I don't want to feel a six pack. I don't want to feel abs when I'm cuddling with a chick. <laughs> you're you're the one who's gonna end up wearing a bra. Yeah. It's like, like, am I, am I the bitch in this relationship? Like, you sure are. I'm like, okay. <laughs> just, I was just asking. I was just asking. I, I didn't want. I want to make sure. Where's, where's my bra? Just give me a fucking bra. Here, I'll wear the fucking bra. Looks like you wear the pants in this relationship. <laughs> no, no, shut the fuck up and suck my swat. Yeah, shut. <laughs> It's like we're gonna watch, uh, we're gonna watch Lifetime, or I'm gonna beat your ass. Oh yeah, yeah, whatever you say, honey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. What? I mean, ma'am. Nah, I mean, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. As a matter of yes, fact, ma'am. as a matter of fact, when we get married, I'll take your last name. Yeah, yeah. Let's just do that. Yeah, I don't want you to kill me. 
Okay. Uh, so wait, out of a tender, what do you what do you give this uh, Sable? Uh, what's your other? A uh, Luna. Luna. Short for lunatic. Of course, the short for lunatic. Luna. That's her character. Her character is supposed to be crazy. What do you give this match from one to ten? Just this match. Ah oh, shit. You know what? I might have to be like the Wrestling Observer and give it like half a star. Like, that's how bad I thought it was. Damn! Half a, wait, out of five stars? Half one star? Okay, well, he, they, well that's why this is the worst World Rumble because they, 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 they have the star system, so it's between you know, one to five stars. But they gave the entire show half a star. Well, I'm talking about Sable and Luna. Just that by the low. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That part alone, I'll give it half a star. Like I thought it was that bad. I'll like, give the it match, one star. The match was bad, and then, like I said, Shane McMahon, in my opinion, made it worse because he was just annoying the whole entire match. Yeah. It was like, why, why? First of all, like, why the fuck are you even there? Like, you have nothing to do with any of these women. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a thing for Luna at the time, I think. Yeah, I think that was weird too. Like, dude, out of all the bitches in WWF at that time, like Luna, really? Hey. We all got our taste. We all have our preferences. I mean, I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but I mean, you know, Luna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I already know. Like, woo! I mean, yeah. I already saw. I think Luna was wearing. Look, I'll tell you this. Sable was the cutest. I, I would think the hottest out of the two. But Sable was wearing more than Luna. Did you see what Luna was wearing coming out of the ring? Dude, she was like half naked. Looks <laughs> like, whoa. like so nothing but ass. Like she fought in a thong. Like, and you know what? I, 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 I look not like out of respect. At first, before, because I kind of turned away, right? And then I, I went back to you know watching the screen. Be- <laughs> before her name was announced. I thought Lex Luger was was entering the way. I'm like, hey, what's Lex Luger doing it? Like, why is Lex Luger wearing a thong? And then she turns around. I'm like, oh, it's Lex Luger. It's a woman. Oh, you thought you thought it was a short Lex Luger? I, I, well, I thought it was like, dude, she's so buff. <laughs> like, fuck, like. Well, she was she was buff, but she she had like a manly looking face. I mean, look at her WWE wrestler uh, divas today. I mean, they're pretty. They're pretty much in good shape, but not not one of them looks close to Luna's body build. Like bo- Luna has a bodybuilder's physique. Straight, I think she used to be a bodybuilder way before she got to wrestling. I don't know. I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty curious. I'm, I'm curious of uh, her history. I'm sure she did. I just, I just know. Uh, I just know she passed away uh, ten years ago. Yeah, but but uh, respect to her, rest in peace, of course. Yeah, but I don't, yeah. I don't know what she did before she got into wrestling. Well, she has a bodybuilder physique, so that's all I can say. So anyway, what's the all next right. match? All right, so the next match, and to me, this is the my favorite match of the whole night. This well, is the top match. I, I want to see the whole match. night because I'm talking like I watched it live, but this is my favorite match of the whole like show. Uh, it was The Rock versus Mankind for the WWF Championship. So Mankind was the champion. He was defending against The Rock. Now, the, the little promo they showed before the match had me laughing. 
uh, the Rock was just hilarious in this in the, in the whole the whole time. Like, yeah. I know the Rock was a bad guy, but it's like he was so funny. I don't know how people could hate him back then. Like he, uh, he they were uh, talking about um, he's doing his little promo on Mankind. Was like, yeah, Mankind, the Rock, the Rock is gonna take your your monkey ass to Know Your Road Boulevard, make a ride on Jabroni Drive, and bam, play the smack down on your on your candy ass. Mankind, the least your unworthy ass can do is give The Rock what is rightfully his, and that's a shot at his WWF title, Royal Rumble 1999. You're simply not championship material. It'll be a no disqualification match as well. I'm going to have to take a pass on that one, Rock. No count out as well. No thank you, Rock. The Rock guarantees that not one member of Team Corporate will be around the ringside. You! Get no title shot. Obviously, The Rock quits and trying to get your monkey ass up. I accept. You and I at the Royal Rumble in an I quit match. How does it feel, Rock? How does it feel to be in a match that you can't win and I can't lose? What you're failing to realize is that you are going one on one with the great one. I've been through every kind of match and I've never quit. <laughs> been blown up. I've been wrapped in barbed wire. Enough's enough! I've been thrown on tacks and beds of nails. Pain is my calling in life. It's my middle name. You're kidding me. the hell is he standing? Oh my God. He's got a smile on his face for God's sakes. How is The Rock going to make mankind say I quit? A corporate elbow here and a corporate elbow there. The Rock plans on sprinkling a rock bottom here and a rock bottom there. The Rock's gonna take mankind out to the English announce table. And the Rock's gonna go down the line. Spanish announce table, French announce table, Ho Chi Ming Chao, Chinese announce table, all the languages down the Rock's rumble. I will never say I quit. Then the Rock is gonna drag mankind down Know Your Road Boulevard. Hang that right, right there on Jabroni Drive. And there it is, the SmackDown Hotel. Take his candy ass from room to damn room until it's I will not say them here nor there. I will not say them anywhere. I will not say those words, you twit. I will not, will not say I quit. You don't care about self-mutilation. It doesn't bother him a bit. There's a human being in there that is unbelievably indestructible. Indestructible, the rock's ass. The rock plans on proving to you and the millions and millions of the rock's fans. I will never say I quit. When it's all said and done, mankind, you'll realize that even though you have have one ear, The Rock has two, which means you son of a The Rock is gonna hear you scream, I quit. There will be no disqualification, no count out, no corporate members at ringside, no stopping the match for excessive blood loss. You see, what I'm going to do very simply is beat the living hell out of you until you cannot take it anymore and you look up at me with that ridiculous eyebrow and you say the two magic words, Rock, I quit. He's going to take you down the English announce table. 
the Spanish announce table. And the Chick Chow Tong Tay Yong. If y'all don't know, that's a Chinese table. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, And he was, like, he was like, he was like, mankind, you only have one year, but the Rock has two years. So that means he can hear your monkey ass say, I quit. I'm surprised he didn't say, I'm going to give you a rock bottom to Chinatown. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> and then even during the match, even during the match, it was funny because, like, the Rock took a break in the middle of the match and yeah. did, did his own commentary. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He was, the, the more people were, like, saying the Rock sucks or booing him, he kept doing his eyebrow, like, he does that thing where he smells the air. So he yeah. like, puts his nose up the air. He, he just smells it and just breathes in, like, that's right. I like that, too. I like that, too. Nothing to like, too. It's like, he did his, uh, uh, the rock, the rock's gonna prove to the millions yeah. and millions of the rock's fans. But when he said the millions, yeah. everybody's like, boo! Yeah. <laughs> and he said, and millions and millions of the rock's fans. Of course, now people would finish that sentence. Yeah, but I back then, break. back then he was a bad guy, so he so was a heel. Yeah. <laughs> I love them, dude. Like, how can you hate this guy? He's one of those characters that you love to hate. And I, think, I, think that's why, I think that's why he became a good guy later on, because it was like, even though he's an asshole, he is so funny, you can't help but to like him. But see, he wasn't really a good guy. I would call him like an anti-hero. Yeah. He never, his, character, his character never really changed, just that people's reaction, his reaction, just, people's reactions changed. And what I like about him is that his gimmicks, like like you said, his character never changes, and he's not gimmicky. He sticks with the same, the same sarcastic son of a bitch. Like he's he's that character where where he fights both good guys and bad guys. Yeah. And you'll clown both good guys and bad guys. Like it doesn't matter who you are. <clears throat> like if you want something, you'll get it. Like he's he's that guy. I call this the rock and sock. Well, obviously uh, this is before. I think. I think. Uh, I think this is before. Origin. I think this is before rock and sock, right? I know. I don't. The rock and sock origin. I call it. <laughs> yeah, but so like this. Um, so yeah, so I thought the rock was just fucking hilarious, yeah. even during the match, because like uh, they got the microphone, because so because so it was an I quit match. Basically, the only way you can win is by making your opponent say I quit. Like you got to beat your opponent into submission. And so, like, it was yeah. funny. Like, uh, every time uh, Mankind will whoop the Rock's ass and he'll grab the microphone, he'll be you like, You got something to say? He's like, You got something to say? You got something to say? And then Rock would be like, Shut the fuck up. No, he's like, He was like, No, the Rock's going to kick your fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This, I would have to say, this, is, this was the most. Entertaining um, um, fight out of all the fights. It, it was entertaining, but it was also brutal. At the brutal. end, the oh Rock handcuffed him, and the Rock yeah. hit him in the head with the chair at least twenty times. Like I don't know how Mankind even survived. Like I don't know Not how he, just, he had brain damage. He tossed Mankind on top of the. Oh yeah, and he got electrocuted. Yeah, yeah I was like, like he damn. didn't get electrocuted, and I'm thinking, wait a minute. 
this is part of the show, right? Well, no, well, no, it wasn't because remember Shane McMahon came out because Shane McMahon, like you can tell, no, you can see yeah. in his face like he was concerned, like, oh shit, like you guys are going like, is he so dead? Right. Like this is enough, like we got we got to call it off. And then the, the Rock, like, the Rock stayed in character. He's like, no, 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 fuck that. No, no, no. Actually, actually, the Rock paused a little bit. Yeah. He looked because I rewinded that. I rewinded that right, and mm-hmm. I wanted to see the Rock's face after he tossed him. So after the lights went out, I saw his face. He's like, oh shit. I didn't, I didn't just kill the guy. He had that face. And then when Shane McMahon came in, it's like, bro, dude, I think we gotta stop this right now, dude. This look too much. Like, just stop it right now. The Rock actually looked. Shane McMahon, I think he whispered something. It's like, oh fuck! Like, okay, let me let me do something real quick. And and then that's when he came back as a character. Like, oh hell no, no, I'm not gonna stop until he says I quit. But no, he didn't say. He didn't say I. You know, The Rock speaks in third person. The Rock, The Rock, not gonna quit until he until he says the word I quit. And lucky for us, mankind was still moving. Because if that kind wasn't moving, damn, I would have Yeah, but then he stopped moving at the end when the rock hit him in the head with like the chair like thirty times. Yeah, I'm like, damn. I, what the fuck? You would think that chair's made of like aluminum foil, but that shit made, made a bad bro. Time. Bro, I think he knocked him unconscious, like real talk. Yeah. Like, he wasn't even moving. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't even real moving. Blood. That's real blood too, bro. That's blood from his forehead. Like I think well, yeah, I mean, like, you get you get hit in the head with the chair that many times, you're gonna bleed. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I mean, my props to not only the Rock with his entertainment, but man, I mean, man, Nick Foley, dude, dude, that guy. Nick Foley, Nick Foley could take an ass whooping. Yeah, he takes a lot of punishment. And like he talks about, like, oh yeah, the Undertaker threw me off from a 30, 30 feet cage or whatever. And you're thinking, okay, I don't think you can top that. But I mean, still getting tossed, get, getting getting thrown from a freaking thirty feet cage the size of a building—that's bad enough already. But just getting electrocuted. I don't know, dude. That's kind of like pushing your luck there, buddy. To get get electrocuted and then continuing the match. And continuing the match, dude. Then after that, you let a man handcuff you where yeah. you're not defenseless. And you're just going to sit there and take, you know, 20, 30 dude. chair shots to the head. Yeah. Yeah. So when he got handcuffed, I'm already thinking like, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, unless if mankind could just rip these cups, just snap them like... If he could just snap himself free from the cuff, then he's he's definitely gonna lose this match. There's no way. Like, how do you win a match with like handcuffs with two hands tied behind your back? There's no and way. Then, and then, like uh, the Rock, uh, he did the people's. Uh, well, back then it was called the corporate elbow. The he did the corporate elbow. El- the corporate elbow yeah. on top of this chair onto yeah. his face. I was like, what the fuck? Wait. So does that mean if The Rock does, like, the people's elbow in, like, a film or, like, The Rock Bottom, is that still copyrighted? Like, he can't use that because I know he can't use the word The Rock in his well, No, Well, no, he uses the, uses the uh, well, for his films, he uses uh, his, his given name, Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. If you follow him on social media, it's always The Rock. Like, all his huh. shit is The Rock. Like, I think he, I think he still owns uh, at least, like, 
fifty percent of his name or something like that, or I don't know uh, what the I, I don't know what the like deal he gets, is. He gets like royalties or something. Yeah, to his name and like know your role and shut your mouth and like all those phrases. Like he could still use that, right? I'm yeah. Okay, so it's not really the corporate's elbow. It is the people's elbow. <laughs> well, no, no, but back then, no, but I said back then, though, they called it the corporate elbow. Yeah, of course, of course. Part of the corporation. He did it on right. top of a chair onto this man's, uh, onto uh, mankind's face. Onto his freaking skull. Yeah. And, like, I, I was just, I was just surprised because, like, I do not remember The Rock being, like, this much of a, a brutal. dick. Yeah, yeah, like, he was just brutal. Just brutal. He didn't give a fuck. He's like, I'm going to make this son of a bitch. You know? But I do, but like I said, I... Uh, the Rock, he was very entertaining. So I like his interaction with the fans too, because he was like, "You can chant, make Foley all you want, but The Rock, guaranteed, he was gonna make this fat piece of shit say I quit." <laughs> <laughs> no filters, man. I love The Rock, dude. That's what made him who he is. That's what made him who he is. And like one of my uh, favorite parts is when he hits him with the with the ring bell. And then he grabs the microphone and he's like, Bill's yeah, he's been ringing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I did catch a lot of fans laughing in the background when he was. Yeah. Doing. Actually, a lot of people were laughing. I heard a lot of people laughing. Was like, uh, dude, no, the people in the crowd, really? people, yeah, people in the crowd, they were laughing. Like, oh shit, we supposed to hate him. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're, we're not. We're not playing. We're not. We're not be, being in character right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, here. Here's another thing I wanted to um, uh, talk about the rock. Have you noticed his introduction song? How different it is um, than it is today. How, well, yeah, uh, I noticed like song? well, I noticed like um, him as a bad guy. His introduction song seemed to be a lot more slower. It was like a more hip hop ish. While yeah. when the face it was more like you know faster and it was. Uh, kind of like a, a a rock theme to it, like, like a, a rock. You can hear like the electric rock. guitar and shit in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This so one was hip hop is evil. <laughs> yeah, hip hop is evil, and and hard hard metal rock music is. And another thing too, I noticed was uh, was his attire though. It was kind of weird because like he wore like a it was so nineties too. He had a t shirt and uh, those button up pants that you button up the sides. But it just looked like, you know, like somebody like, you know, like the Rock forgot he had to work that night. And somebody just called him up at the gym. It's like, hey, uh, Rock, you know, you, you know you got to fight tonight. Yeah, like, oh. I can do it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The Rock, Rock, just get The Rock about uh, 30 minutes. The Rock will be there. And The Rock got to do like uh, 10 more push-ups, yeah. 20 more sit-ups, and The Rock will be there. And then like, Vince Man's like, hey, Vince Man's like, where's your wrestling gear? The Rock don't need no wrestling gear. <laughs> the Rock, The Rock would just wear his sweatpants and a t-shirt. The Rock will promise you an electrifying match. <laughs> the Rock don't, don't, it don't matter what The Rock wears. Yeah. <laughs> the Rock wears whatever The Rock wants to wear. The, the Rock wears whatever The Rock wants to wear. <laughs> oh my God, dude. I think he's like the only person who talks to thir- and, uh, a third, third person. person. Yeah. Uh, that's what makes it funny, though. That's what makes it funny. Because he kind of like invented that for himself yeah. in wrestling, like because because by him like doing it, breaking the fourth, fourth wall or something. But no, I was gonna like say though, by him by him talking in the third person, it actually makes him sound even more like a dick. 
Yeah. Like, like you think so highly of yourself. You talk he's about like his own secretary. Like he, yeah. he talks as his own secretary. Like I'm, I'm the rock manager. The rock is his own manager. The rock is his own agent. The rock yeah. is his own assistant. <laughs> secretary. The rock is his own everything. <laughs> what the fuck? It's like, bro, you do realize you are the rock. You don't have to keep talking about the, the rock. rock. Don't the rock don't want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Like, wait, what? Are you bipolar or like... The Rock rock is not bipolar. The Rock doesn't have any elements. The Rock is a perfect specimen. Damn, yeah, that's deep. The Rock is a perfect specimen. No, he actually said that, though. uh, He was like, yeah, because The Rock is a man and a half. He's not the average man. The Rock is a man and a half. Oh, wow. It's like... Oh my god. Like, yeah, I was like, yo, this dude was an asshole back then. But it was funny. Did you know that in The Rock's first movie, The Scorpion King, um, he yelled out, if you smell. But, like, in, uh, not, I don't know if it's like an Egyptian, like in a different dialect, though. No, I don't know if it's like a, a, a real dialect, but. After uh, we watch it, I haven't seen that movie since, like, in, like 01, 02. In Mummy, Mummy Returns. I think it was Mummy Returns. Uh, the Scorpion King, when um, when he first that was his first like appearance, he actually uh, yelled out, "If you smell what the Rock is cooking," but in a different dialect. It was uh, one of those Easter eggs, I call it, or whatever. It would be but, so uh, funny if the Rock like stayed in character even like in regular life, like in real life. Yeah, like you know, like. So, like, hey, okay, uh, Rock, we need you to uh, say your lines. Like, you don't tell The Rock how to say The Rock's lines. The Rock will read the lines the way The Rock wants to read his lines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. No, The Rock, the Rock, would, the Rock wants to order a double quarter pounder with cheese. And, and, and light, light salt on The Rock's fries. The Rock doesn't like a lot of salt on his fries. Um, excuse me, Rock. Do you like do you like rock and roll? Well, the rock, the rock, uh, the rock prefers uh, <laughs> hip hop over rock and roll. <laughs> the rock, the rock and roll. <laughs> just depends on what mood the rock is in at the at the at the moment. Uh, that'd be so funny, just like interviewing the rock. <laughs> and if he still if he still talks in third person. <laughs> Yo, man, back back in the uh, back back in then though, like if I was watching, if I was an adult in the '90s and I was watching wrestling, I would do a drinking game for every time he says his own name. A drinking game? Yeah, every time The Rock says The Rock, when he talks, you'll be drunk. (laughs) By the end, by the end of his own segment, you you won't be able to drive. Just just by just, just by like a five minute interview. Like, yeah, a two-minute interview. A two-minute interview. You won't be able to drive. <laughs> you have like you have like twenty the rock the rock this in like it, you know in one in one sentence. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I know we've been uh, prolonging the rock, the most electrifying. Yeah, we talked about the rock so much. We forgot to talk about uh, the the champion, mankind. Oh shoot! Wait, no, mankind didn't win. 
No, he 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 came in as a champion. He didn't win. The Rock won the championship that night. Um, I, I think The Rock cheated though, because like I said, I thought yeah. Mankind got knocked unconscious, and they it sounded like they put like a recording of Mankind. Yeah, yeah, a pre-recording. And The Rock gave the signal with his uh with his eyebrow. He raised yeah. his eyebrow, and all of a sudden the recording came on. I quit. I quit. I quit. Yeah, that was uh And then and the Rock was a dick after the match too cuz remember they tried to uh take him they put him on the stretcher they put yeah, him in the he, ambulance and he, he flipped the stretcher it. over. Yeah, yeah, and they just <laughs> Yeah. No, but see, I give I give Mankind respect. I mean, for him to take a beating, he still didn't allow himself to be pulled in with a stretcher. He wanted to walk out, walk it, walk out like a man. He wanted yeah. to walk out like a man. So, man, much fun to be Holy gosh. I mean, Dude. call wrestling fake all you want. I know it's scripted and everything, but man, that shit. Dude, after that watching real. match, I have a lot of respect for Mick Foley. Oh, I yeah. still can't believe. I still can't believe he took those chair shots. To the, like he was handcuffed, so he can't defend himself. Yeah, and you can tell the Rock was really hitting him. Was he like, was hitting him hard. Yeah, I was like, like, like he wasn't, <clears> trying, to, he wasn't trying to aim for his back. Like he was waiting. For mankind to turn around so he can hit him in the head. In the head. Like, gosh. And I'm thinking, like. Have, like, brain damage or, <clears throat> or anything I'm, like that? Yeah, I'm thinking, Goodness. you know, when I'm watching it, though, I'm thinking, like, did mankind, like, fuck you, The Rock's girl or something before this match? Like, like, The Rock just shit beat the shit out of him. Real, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they're good friends. They're very close. So. Yeah, but, I mean. I like, mean, yeah, now. Before this. I mean, yeah, now still, yeah, they are. They're very, they're still very good. They're very close friends. They're like, they remind me of like Mankind. The Rock reminds me of like Arnold Schwarzenegger and and Dan DeVito um, with twins. <laughs> they remind, the Rock and Sonic Foundation reminds me of that. Like they remind, like that's Dan DeVito, and of course that's that's Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> oh my god. Well, but they're good friends, man. Um, yeah, but I was just surprised, man. Like, cause I never, I mean, I remember The Rock being the asshole, cause he's always been an asshole, even as a face or a heel. It didn't matter. His character never changed. Yeah. But I just don't remember him being that fucking brutal. Like, he beat the shit out of mankind. Yeah, yeah. It was a good match. I loved it. Yeah, it was. I enjoyed it. Like I said, it was by far my uh, my favorite match of the night. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So then the next match was the Royal Rumble match itself. Oh, now, yeah. A backstory to this is that the theme song uh, for the, uh, the 1999 Royal Rumble was uh, No Chance in Hell, which later on became Vince McMahon's theme song. And uh, the whole the whole uh, storyline uh, about this uh, match was that uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin was number one. Vince McMahon was number two, and uh, this was Stone Cold's chance to finally uh, beat Vince McMahon. I mean, get, actually, the chance to actually get his hands on Vince McMahon and actually fight him. Like, you know, he actually got an opportunity to fight his boss. Oh, but before we go set, anywhere, oh, yeah. before, we, before, we, before we step further, uh, step forward with this match, let, let's talk about, like, Vince McMahon's shape. This guy came in in good shape. I mean... Well, yeah, uh, I, even I, King I, was surprised. I don't know if he's in steroids or anything, but 
Oh, he came in, and I thought he was he wearing like a body. The man, the man was like, the man was a uh, see, Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon is now uh, seventy-five years old, so twenty-one years ago, so he was fifty-four. No, so he was in pretty good shape for a fifty-four-year-old man. Yeah, yeah. I hope I'm in better shape than that when I'm fifty-four. Uh, I mean, well, uh, when you're a billionaire and you can afford the the best uh, steroids, I mean, yeah, you can be in that, in that good of a shape. You really think it's steroids? Uh, yeah, it's got to be, man. There's no, there's no way, there's no <laughs> way. Look how big he got, dude. Dude, there's no way a 54-year-old man can have a better body than Stone Cold Steve Austin, who was like in his 30s at the time. Yo, did you see how big he is compared to Stone Cold Steve Austin? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, Stone Cold, like... What's up with the beer, bro? Just <laughs> like quit that beer shit. Do what this guy does. But I mean, you, you have to, like even Stone Cold. He's in he's in pretty good shape too. He's in decent shape. Like, but if you look at Vince McMahon, you're like, damn, fifty four years old, damn, bro. Like, I thought he came in wearing a bodysuit. Like his 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 body didn't look like look like it fit his head. You know what I mean? No, no. If you look at Vince McMahon's head, you're like, dude, is this, is this a fake bodysuit? Or, but this was 1999, so did they even have that? I'm sure they did, but would they even do something like that? But you know, that that is his. Not only that, not only did he, not only did he get himself beat up, but he also had the audacity to get himself tanned up too. So yeah, he did. You see how how dark he is compared to Cold Stone. Like Stone Cold looked like Stone Cold looked like powder compared to like right next to Vince McMahon. You see how tan he was? Oh my god! They got a spray tan before he uh, he came out. <laughs> yeah, all over me. Like put it all over me. I want to make sure everyone sees the definition. Put it up. Put it all over me or you're fired. <laughs> There's no chance in hell. So, yeah, so uh, speaking of no chance in hell, so, yeah, so Vince McMahon entered the Royal Rumble as the number two person. And uh, to incentivize uh, the match, not uh, only does the winner of the Royal Rumble get a title shot against The Rock at WrestleMania, but whoever eliminates Stone Cold gets $100,000. Yeah, and so everybody was trying to eliminate it's like a, Stone it's Cold. Like a bounty hunt. It's a yeah, bounty hunt. yeah. And, and that I actually found that funny too, because like a uh, Vincent Man, uh, after so Vincent Man set it up to where he ran to the women's bathroom, and all these wrestlers like jumped Stone Cold Steve Austin. He just yeah. ambushed him in the women's bathroom, and then Vincent Man came out uh, to do commentary. And then, like, Stone Cold came back, and, uh, you know, Vince McMahon's like, can somebody please eliminate Stone Cold? Anybody. I'll pay you $100,000. I'll take it out of Shane McMahon's trust fund. Just eliminate him. I don't give a fuck. I mean, I don't give you. I don't care. And if I was Shane, I'd be like, damn, really, Dad? You're going to, like, take money out of my trust fund just to, just for somebody to beat Stone Cold Steve Austin? Like, it's not that serious. Well, according to him, it was. Yeah. We've had history together. I think at the time, um, well, his story is um, Vince McMahon was afraid of Stone Cold because he was um, unstable. Well, not unstable, but he was 
uncontrollable. You can't get him part of the corporation. You can't get him to, you know, sign up in any team or. Well, he felt like he he felt like uh, Stone Cold was uh, unmarketable. He didn't want Stone Cold to be his champion. He felt like the perfect Mm -hmm. champion was The Rock. The Rock Rock was was yeah. The Rock was his corporate champion. You know, he's he's a guy that you can market. You know, he's a guy that you know that Uh, he he can be proud of. of Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, He's a guy that he can be proud of as his champion. Right. Uh, The Rock. The Rock reminds me of someone who works like uh, full time with a W two tax form, while Stone Cold was like an independent contractor. Yeah. So he gets most of the commission based on the popularity and Vince McMahon wanted some of that money. So he didn't want Stone Cold to leave up leave out with all all that popularity. Um, and you know, of course, hate all the uh, you know and, and take all the popularity from his corporation, of course, which is, you know, Shamrock, The Rock, Big Boss Man, all those guys. So <clears throat> now, this is where uh, shit got crazy um, as far as like storylines and all the plot twists and everything else. Shit got so, real. Like, yeah, so at one point, um, Kane was doing what uh, Brock Lesnar did in this year's Royal Rumble, where he was just like eliminating everybody. But then out of yeah. nowhere, and then out of nowhere, like all these fucking. Uh, like Looney Bin people from like the Saint Asylum came. Like they call them orderlies. To, yeah. Orderlies, yeah. And then you had like Undertaker came out of nowhere and he was like kidnapping people and uh sacrificing them to like, you know, join the ministry was, of darkness. Uh, I'm like, what the? It was so like flat and gimmicky. I'm yeah. like, can't we just have a regular Royal Rumble without all this all these like incidents happening? Like do you have to have an ex- incident? Every freaking five minutes. Like, I was pissed off that Kane left. Because Kane would have easily won the Royal Rumble. So he was dominating. He, he was beating, like, he was talking to people. And he just, he, he, he eliminated himself. That's how good he is. <laughs> He's so good. He eliminated himself. He over the top ropes and just, like, dropped out. And then, and then you had uh, Mabel, um, who, again, he... Much like Kane, he was like dominating, and then uh-huh. that's like I said, that's when Undertaker came in and like kidnapped him and like said he was gonna make Mabel like a sacrifice to you know, like Kane. Undertaker at this time was kind of like a like a cult leader or some shit like that. Like, oh, like what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, yeah, the acolytes like behind him too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Undertaker was like uh, pretty much making everyone his bitch by taking their soul. Like, I'm going to take your soul. I'm going to make you my bitch. So he yeah, made, he made the Ministry of Darkness. I think he took Mabel and he uh, turned him into Viscera. Uh, viscera or Viscera or something oh, viscera, like that. Viscera, Viscera, yeah. Yeah, which is uh, like his his darker, his like evil version of. Yeah, like, evil version. Evil version of Mabel. Yeah. I remember when Mabel was part of like a of three uh yeah it was um i forgot the name of their tag combination no uh but they had a, um, i think men on a mission or some shit like that men on the mission. It, was, it was like a, uh, the, the tags yeah Bob. Bob, men on the mission yep and then he uh i think they broke up 
Like, oh, it was him and um, D'Lo. Uh, yeah, then, uh, then they uh, broke up, and then uh, he became a uh, part of Undertaker's ministry. Yeah, yeah. Viscera. And of course, yeah. we have Road Dog. Road Dog coming in. Well, he got eliminated by Kane. He and then, uh. By Kane. I, d- I would say that I did like uh, Al Snow's theme song. What does everybody want? Hey. What does everybody need? Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why I, I see his shirt. It says JOB Squad. Yeah, Job Squad. Job Squad. It would have been funny if there was like a, a little a little spray that word that says low on top of um Oh a blow job. Job, job blow job squad. <laughs> well he was talking about head, right? So Yeah. Well, I, just, I thought it was I thought it was funny too like, what does everybody want? Hey yeah. What does everybody need? Hey yeah. <laughs> And then uh, Goldust came in. He got, uh, I think he was limited by Kane as well. You know what? I I like Goldust. I really like, I like his fighting, like his his skill, his fighting style. It's unique. Well, yeah. The 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 thing with Goldust though is like they they focus so much on the sexuality that you actually forget, like you actually get distracted on. You get so distracted by the sexuality that you forget how good of a wrestler he is. But but see. That's that's his funny gimmick though, like because he does like a lot of shit where like you know of course the the men are like like uh, um, you know homophobics and yeah they don't want to fight him they don't want to fight him like I don't want to touch him he's gonna try to rope me like yeah. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna enjoy this match more than I will yeah. <laughs> so, so that's what makes him so funny did you know that Goldust is actually the son of Dusty Rhodes yeah yeah. Just I don't know. Actually, his, his real name is actually Dusty Rose Jr. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of um, yeah, there's a lot of like, and of course, his son being Stardust, right? Stardust is his son. Is uh, that his real son, or is that like? Uh, his... You talking about uh, you talking about Cody Rose? That's his son, right? Yeah, that's a uh, Goldust's little brother. Oh, that, that's his little brother. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. It's it's nice to see that the. Yeah, the family is. And then in real life, in real life, Goldust was married to um, I can't think of her name right now. Oh yeah. Um, she's very beautiful, by the way. Yeah, she's like a blonde. Oh, I can't think of her name right now. Goldust is not gay. It's just it's his no, it's just, it's just his character. Yeah, like his yeah, character, like his character was like. But he's you know, so good at it, though. He's so good at playing that character, portraying that character. Oh yeah, he, you know uh, that? Terry Reynolds is his wife. Terry oh, yeah, Reynolds. Yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah, she's so beautiful. I wonder but, what she looks like now. Cause, you know, this is twenty years ago. That's true. But but still, like Goldust, like I mean, I, I care less if he's gay or not. But I'm just saying, he plays that character so well, and he started with that character. He never switched off. Yeah, but not, I'm saying that he does it well because like the thing about the his character is like 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 I said like. Other wrestlers, they don't want to fight him because, like, okay, is this dude, does like, he want to fight really? me or does he want to fuck me? Like, I don't, I don't, I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> because if he fucks me, I lose and he wins. Yeah. So, <laughs> either way, I think he wins. Yeah. Like, he, he wants to lose because he wants me to fuck him. I don't know. I don't know what this guy wants. He wants <laughs> me to pin like, him. He wants me to pin him. He wants me on top of him. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. get it. <laughs> like, I don't get it. 
But I like I I've always liked Goldust. I don't know. I I like his character. I like his theme song. You know, I like it when he talks like. Like, I do like his, uh, his like his introduction. How like the whole entire arena turns into gold when he oh, comes yeah. out. Yeah, that shit's awesome, dude. Like it goes dark, right? And then yeah, you got like little um, glitter, glitter of gold and shit. It's just dope, dude. I know. I like Goldust. He was one of my favorite. Actually, he was one of my top ten um, favorite uh, wrestlers back in those days. Uh, back at that time, and of course, um, you get, and back then he. Was, was a he was a heel, but I think if if he was out today, I think he'd be like a baby face because you know it'd be he like the representation. He did switch to a baby face back then too. But uh, I don't remember. I always remember him as being a heel all the time. I mean, he was a baby face and then heels. He switched back and forth, but I think he does much better being a heel. He just oh, has- speaking of uh, representation, uh, uh, China made history. And she became the first woman to enter uh, the World Rumble. So all these, equality. you know, feminists, yeah, all these feminists and shit bitching about equality, yeah. WWE did it back in 1999 yeah. with China. So I don't know what kind of changes you guys talking about, but yeah. it's been done. Yeah. So what, what are you guys complaining about? And we already gave you a female Royal Rumble just to even it out. And that's entertaining. So and back about. then, back then, we didn't need a female at Royal Rumble. They just had females in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you like to punch dudes, come right in. Yeah. <laughs> of course, China coming in number 30 does make a little bit more sense. Because you don't want to, I mean, still. I mean, she's strong. But if you really put her... Put, Put her against a, ma- uh, a match against Mark Henry, four hundred pounds of pure muscle. Oh come on! You know Mark Henry's gonna break her in half in real life. Well, yeah. Well, that was another storyline too in this World Rumble, and and there's so many plot twists and this shit. It was confusing. But yeah, Mark another story Henry, was like Mark Henry and China were trying to Mark Henry want, was trying to fuck China, and China wasn't trying to. Have it. <laughs> Mark Henry was trying to like. Like take, take control. Of the and his, his theme song too was funny too. Yeah, I'm sexual chocolate. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with that big ass smile, like yeah. I can, I can definitely picture Mark Henry going for a chick like China. Like you know what? Yeah, Fuck these small skinny ass bitches. I want that. Yeah. I want that Amazon, Amazonian woman right there. Yeah, I, I want that, that barbarian. Ass. I need that barbarian chick. Looking chick right there. <laughs> like, like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fat dude, so I need a chick with muscles. Like, I'm, I'm tired of breaking these skinny ass bitches. Yeah. I want that. Hell yeah. So, yeah, trying to cook you some of this sexual chocolate. Yeah. Uh, of yeah, this, we thing, see... this theme song had me dying though. What I heard was like, Yeah, I'm sexual chocolate. Ooh, yeah. I need I need to download that song too. I'll be honest. That shit in my car. I mean, no disrespect though. I'll be honest with you, bro. When you came out, I was actually thinking about you. I was like, oh, Damn. Really? <laughs> Anthony. Hey, Anthony. that would be, be my theme song. That's like Anthony. Like, kind of like almost the same, the same build, you know, uh, 
type of music that you would probably like bump. That'd, that'd, that'd be my interest. That'd be my interest. That'd be my interest music. Hey, you know, Andy did have four rows. Um, I don't know if um, Lynch did. Did um, Mark Henry have four rows on this one? No, he, he had. Did, a, right? He had. A, he had like a uh, just a regular fade. Oh yeah, but he did have four rows. Um, yeah, at, uh, I think at, later on. Later on, Drew's hair on that score. I was like, hey, that's Anthony. <laughs> and his theme song. Uh, who else did we come out uh, having in the list? That's and Shamrock, of course, and Mr. Yeah. Ash comes out. Yes, yeah, so that, that continues That continues their little storyline. Their little storyline. And then Stone Cold came back with an ambulance. Yeah, yeah. We get Ted coming out with his underwear. Oh no! Actually, that was uh, not, that was uh, now it's Tess, and it was uh, Ross. What? Uh, with uh, Val Venus. Val Venus. Yeah, Val he had. Uh, this character was like a porn star. Yeah, he's the real Grango. Yeah. Actually, Hello. He's probably, he's probably Grango's employee. You gang real? <laughs> yeah, he's like the porn star. And of course, you get Xbox coming back in, and Mark Henry, of course. Yeah, the final, the final four, the final four was D'Lo Brown, D'Lo Owen Hart. I oh, know D'Lo Brown, Big Boss Man, Vince McMahon, and uh, Stone Cold. Uh, yeah, Jeff Jarrett, he came out, but he wasn't the final four. Okay. And then at the at the end, um. Uh, like China. we said, Vince, at the end, well, China was the last one. She was number 30. But uh, at the end, Vince McMahon um, won the War Rumble by eliminating Stone Cold with the help of The Rock. The Rock came back out, and uh, he distracted Stone Cold and allowed Vince McMahon to uh, eliminate Stone Cold to win the World Rumble. So, with that being said, do you, uh, before we give our ratings... Do you agree or disagree with uh, Wrestling Observer that the 1999 Royal Rumble only deserved half a star, making it the worst Royal Rumble of all time? Okay, with my quick overall review on what we've talked about and what we've both watched, um, Mankind and the the best match at the whole entire night. The Royal Rumble was a bit gimmicky and planned, you know. Um, and with the fact that um, Stone Cold went went back with an ambulance, we all knew it was gonna come back because obviously he didn't get legally eliminated, so we know he was gonna come back. I thought, okay. Well, not not only that. Sorry to cut you off, but not only that. I remember Michael Cole, the commentator. He he said it like thirty times. Stone Cold Steve Austin has not been officially eliminated yeah, yet. Yeah. I'm Just like, bro, like, bro, like, no. isn't he supposed to be in the hospital though? So why, why would he even come back? Because yeah. they keep mentioning it though. That I'm assuming he's gonna come back. So yeah, yeah. So he's trying to remind everybody, and we know, like, okay, he's gonna come back, and of course he comes back with an ambulance. Um, now, and we all know that this McMahon was just gonna, you know. Just sit, sit the uh, sit the the, the the match through, like sit through the whole match. I yeah, we knew because old ass was gonna fight the whole time. Of course, I mean we all know, like you don't want to hurt the president and the CEO, whatever. But see, I thought 
I really thought Stone Cold was gonna eliminate Vince McMahon, but in, I really thought he was gonna win. So the fact that Vince McMahon won, yeah, man, I agree. I agree with what the uh, with the reviewers say about oh, the this. Wrestling, wrestling like, observer. Yeah, I, I I definitely agree with them. I I can see where they're coming from. All right, I'll say this. I agree and I disagree. Okay. I, I agree that um, the overall show itself was pretty boring. The show was uh, three hours long, and I'll say maybe the first half was boring as shit. Like, things didn't really pick up until the Rock Mankind match. That's when things started to pick up. Yeah. Um, and so, I and I also agree with them and also agree with you that as far as... Um, the storylines go, it was there was way especially during the the Royal Rumble match itself. Way they tried so is way too much going on. They they tried so hard with all these different plot twists and yeah, it was just it was just like it was doing it was doing way too much. It was um, like a birds of prey. It was like yeah. birds of prey. <laughs> it was like it was like the Justice League, like trying to make a Justice League movie. Well, no, but you the know, way they like, did it, but the way they did it was like okay, first Kane comes out. He's dominating. He's eliminating everybody. And all of a sudden, like, oh, plot twist. We're going to send him to a sand asylum. And so he, he eliminates himself. So he eliminates himself because he can't win. He then can't Mabel win. comes out. Mabel, he's dominating everybody. So you you oh. think, okay, you think he's going to win. Oh, no. Undertaker's going to come out and just sacrifice him. So he's not going to win. He's not going to win. So it was just like, and then it was like all these unnecessary plot twists. And oh, and just didn't China. China comes out number thirty. Oh, by the way, you can't hurt it too much. Yeah, she's remember, the one. this is a men's Roy Rumble, so she can't win. But then Austin <laughs> threw her off and eliminated her. Yeah, yeah. And then even within the Royal Rumble herself, her, there was like without hurting her too much. Without yeah, and then within and then with the Royal Rumble, there's too many storylines. Like, okay, you had the Ken Shamrock, uh, Mr. Ass Beef going on. Oh my God, that was so planned, bro. Yeah, you so had the Stone. Planned. Then you had the Stone Cold Vince McMahon thing going on. Then you had the whole uh, Mark Henry trying to fuck China thing going on. It was just way too much shit going on all at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So with that, I agree. Where I disagree with them is that they had a problem with Vince McMahon winning the World Rumble. Now, when I watch this, I try to put myself in the mindset of, okay, I am a wrestling fan in 1999 watching this live. And if I and put myself in that in that uh, mindset, I look at it like um like a movie. Uh, I'd had uh you know in a movie it kind of reminded me of a movie where the villain wins at the end. And I had, so I didn't have a problem with Vince McMahon winning the World Rumble because they ended the show with the two villains coming out on top. The Rock won the WWF Championship, and then the very next match, Vince McMahon wins the World Rumble. So the two people you're supposed to hate. They end the show on top. And for me, watching it, you know, putting myself in, that's okay, I'm watching this live. It made me say to myself, like, oh, shit, what the fuck is going on? Like, I I can't wait until Monday Night Raw the next day to see what the fuck is going to happen next. Like, I can't, like, it, like, I can't believe, like, the two people I'm supposed to be hating, The Rock and Vince McMahon, came out on top. So it's like, okay, what's going to happen next? Like, is Vincent Man gonna fight the Rock at WrestleMania? We know that can't happen because they're working together. So 
like what, what's gonna what's gonna happen next uh, and then who's gonna get the hundred thousand dollars like this man gonna give the money to himself or so i had no problem with it because like it, it just put it in in the context of a movie it's like watching the movie where the villain wins at the end so the fact that the rock and Vince man uh left the show on top to me um it was a perfect way to end because it, it draws your interest into okay i can't wait to see what's gonna happen on Monday Night Raw the next day. That's kind of like the time when um, Joffrey chopped off the head of um, of um, what's his name? Oh, uh, Ned, last... Star- Ned Stark. Star- yeah, it? so make you, you see like not that part. The part when when um, they were going back at it, and Ned Stark was trying to arrest King Joffrey for mm-hmm. being the uh, not being the real, the true heir. To um, his his best friend, of course, and of course they turned on them, and you know the guards, the was it the knights of the guards, the guards of the uh, streets or something or what? It, no, but yeah, but I mean, I get, yeah, but I get your point. It's not like, like that. Yeah, because it's kind of like really okay, win. I can't, yeah. I can't wait, I can't wait. Yeah, but it also too draws you in, like okay, I can't you wait can't to wait see what's happen next episode. week. Yeah, yeah, and so that's how I felt about this A little cliffhanger. Yeah, and so obviously what happened was that. Uh, at St. Valentine's Day Massacre, it uh, was another pay-per-view before, after the, the Royal Rumble. If a uh, month later, uh, Vince McMahon, I mean Stone Cold, beats Vince McMahon in a steel cage match to become the number one contender. And then at WrestleMania 15, uh, The Rock defended the championship against Stone Cold. But mm-hmm. as far as the Royal Rumble itself, I just felt like you know I had no problem with Vince McMahon winning because, like I said, it just draws you in. Like okay. As a fan watching this live in 1999, you're probably thinking like, "Okay, what the fuck is gonna happen next?" I I gotta watch Monday Night Raw the next day because I gotta see what's gonna happen. Like, there's no way The Rock is the champion and Vince McMahon's the number one contender. Like, like what the fuck? It's a good marketing scheme. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if they watch this. I don't know if they watch this retroactively. Or they wrote it live back in '99. I'm not sure, but for me personally, just I just put myself in the mindset like, okay, I'm I'm a wrestling fan in 1999 watching this live, and I come away from that show like the two people I've been programmed to hate are on top. Like this can't possibly be happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're you're just waiting for like a, a hero to just take them both down. The yeah. Well, basically, the corporation was. Like, that was the whole story. The story was just revolves around the corporation and them just dominating. Yeah, because, like, I mean, obviously, because I, I imagine, like, because, you know, the buildup to these pay-per-views are, is Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. And so, like, if you're watching, you know, Raw and SmackDown every week, like, you're thinking, like, okay, Mankind's going to beat the shit out of The Rock and, and uh, somebody's going to eliminate Vince McMahon and and win the Royal Rumble. So, and instead, the opposite happens. Like, The Rock wins the championship. And then, Vince McMahon wins the Royal Rumble. Two things that you just did not think was going to happen. Yeah. You thought you thought your hero, Mankind, was going to beat The Rock. Because The Rock was talking so much shit that you're thinking, like, okay, I just want to see Mankind just beat his ass just to shut him, just shut him the fuck up. And that yeah. did not happen. 
It's hard to hate the Rock though, so I was like yeah. on the neutral side. Like yeah. I didn't, I didn't care who won to be honest, because I like Mankind. He's such a likable character and wrestler. He's like known to like be a, 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 a teddy bear. He's like, he's like a like a. Oh fuck! I'll say it anyway. But he's kind of like, like a retarded. He's like a retarded teddy bear. Like his best friend is a sock. His best friend is a sock. <laughs> yeah, but then you you just want to hug him. You know? like, yeah. You want to give him a high five? Like, yeah, give him a good job. Like, you know, fist bump. Because he's so like likable. Like, you don't mind having a beer with him. Like, he's such a likable character. And the he's rock. The, but he's the complete opposite of the him. rock. Yeah. Yeah, but you want to hate the rock, but because we've known the rock already with his career, it's hard. Just watching this now. It's hard to hate him. I, I I tried to hate him so much. I'm like, gosh, I try to hate you, but you're so cool. You know yeah. I mean? Like, you're, you're a Jumanji. Like, dude, you're gonna be like the new Adam. Like, I can't. It's hard to not like your character because you're so good at it. You know, it's like you just look at him as because he's such a, a big star actor now that you're just looking at him just playing another role. Like yeah, but if you let's see if you did what I did and just put your mindset of okay, I tried. I nineteen. Know. Okay, but let me ask you this though: in nineteen ninety nine, I'm not sure if you remember, I but remember. did you did you yeah? But did you hate The Rock back then oh, watching yeah. wrestling? I hated The Rock. I wanted The Rock to just get his. I wanted him. I wanted somebody to shut his mouth because he talked so much shit. He reminded me of like Mayweather. You know how like. Like talk so much shit, but see, I have respect for Mayweather now because he does all that to help market his fights. See, yes, to help promote the smart. fights. It's yeah. smart. It's smart business, and that's what makes him. I mean, one of the greatest like athletes, boxers out there. And I didn't think that way before, not until after he retired and started. I think I, I don't know if he wrote a book, but I, I read a lot about his like um, May. Um, um, Mayweather's like, uh, you know, his origin, where he came from, his dad, like what he does as a fighter. Like he doesn't even drink or do drugs or smoke. Like he works hard. So that's why I respect him so much. And that's how I looked at The Rock. Like I, I, I hate him at the time, but then like after getting to know him and his career and how he was really about, you know, you, you learn to love the guy even more. It was all, you know, just part of the act. Um, but at the time, yeah. Well, see, like, for me at the time, like I said, I was only eleven years old, so I thought, you know, the shit was real, and I thought the Rock was, was really like that. Um, and then I think, like, I actually, I, even as the heel, I think I liked the Rock. And yeah. then, like, when he became a, a baby face, I still liked him, even though, like I said, his character never changed. It just they're both the good. Yeah, but yeah. no, but I was saying his character never changed, but just like uh, the, the fans' reaction changed because, like, like I said. He was so funny and entertaining that as much as you want to hate him, it's almost impossible to hate him. And I think yeah. that's why eventually he just became a baby well, face. You love to hate him. Like, yeah, you, don't the, wanna be, you don't want to be a hated character. You want to be a character that people love to hate. Yeah. Like, because a hated character, it's like, we don't give a fuck about you anymore. Like, we don't care if we don't see you anymore. That's how much we don't like you. But a character that people love to, like, oh, I can't wait. For someone to just beat your ass down, and I want to be there to witness it. Like, but not but like the Rock. But the thing about the Rock, though, is like to me, he was so cool that I can actually see people like honestly, like yeah, you have people that love to hate him, 
But I think there's also people that secretly wanted to be him, like just be that cool. Like you know, like, like you're so cool, you talking to third person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Romeo Romeo agrees with you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well the ant the ant agrees too. You no, know, the ant he just you No, know, the ant wanted to hit the rock, but he just couldn't hit the rock. Okay, okay, okay. So, uh, okay, so we'll we use the Wrestling Observer's rating system. Instead of doing one out of ten like we normally do, we'll do one out of five stars like they do. So one out of okay. five stars, what do you give the 1999 Royal Rumble? You agree with them until they have to star, or you give them more? Well, from the overall um, synopsis um, that I just uh, mentioned earlier, um... Let me see. Out of five stars, I would have to give it. Ah, this is a tough one. You know what? Um, I, I might go a little bit over. I'll probably give it a nice. Uh, I'll probably give it a nice like two and a half stars. I'll give it half. Half rating. Two and a half stars. Two and a half stars out of five. Okay, so you disagree with them because they gave it half a star. I give it two and a half. No, no, I, it's still entertaining. But I mean, I agree with in some sorts like. Um, you know, as far as like the rating, I don't agree with the rating. It's not that bad. I mean, there are some memorable moments. I mean, we could talk all day about the Rock of Mankind fight. You know what I mean? That's Dude, that in itself, that in itself was like five stars. I mean, if we watched that for, you know, two hours, I I, I don't know if I would mind. <laughs> like, fucking, Mankind would be dead by the, time, by, by the end of the fight. Like, literally. <laughs> Good thing it was only uh, what was it a fifteen minute match, twenty minute match. I think we were fighting longer than that. Yeah, well, good thing it didn't go longer than that because man, homeboy was dying. So I was so like, he, I'm watching now. I was stop. like, yeah, I was like, stop. yeah, I, I was thinking like, like rock, like you need to cut, the, like rock, stop, like bro, like bro, stop, like you're gonna kill this man, like, yeah. like dude, get it, get it. I know, I know, it's not real. I, I know you, you wanna. You wanna, you know, you wanna check him into the SmackDown hotel, but shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> more like checking into a SmackDown hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, what would you give it? A ting tong tong the table. Now I'm trying to figure out like which part of Asia that table was. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, actually, uh, no, actually, I agree with you. I give it two and a half stars only because, because, like I said, it's a three-hour pay-per-view. It's a three-hour show, but yeah. the first half was boring as fuck. So yeah. half of five is two and a half. So as I said, I give it two and a half stars because the second half, it, I enjoyed it. Like I said, once the Rock Mankind pay-per-view started, I mean, once the Rock Mankind match started. That's when things started to pick up. I actually yeah, think of course, the Rock versus the Mankind Rumble, saved, the, uh, saved the show. And, and as gimmicky as the Royal Rumble was, and as as much as as planned out as scripted as it looked, um, I still enjoyed it. I mean, it's not that bad. I still enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. If anything, like whoever wrote the show. He just couldn't make up his mind on what he wanted to do. Like, he, <laughs> like, well, I'll just throw all my fucking ideas in there. 
Just, just throw all the stories in there. Fuck it. Yeah, we just throw all yeah, the stories in there at one time. I mean, Fuck it. Every wrestler is gonna be there. Let's just let's just like let's just put the wrestlers in these numbers. Make sure they show up like right at the time where they meet up with their you know their rivals. So we're gonna we're gonna calculate this shit and just put everything together. Like, dude, what the fuck? It's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and then, of course, like, King is too powerful, and if he gets eliminated, it's not going to make sense. So he, he has to eliminate himself. That's the only way he'll get eliminated. The way dude, made him make sure that's that Yeah, and he's like... He was so powerful, bro. Like, he was even more powerful than Undertaker that it was going to be almost impossible to eliminate him. You have to be his size to eliminate him. So well, yeah, he but had to and then himself. Yeah, but then what That's killed me was like after was. that, because after that, they they brought in Mabel, and Mabel was just as powerful as Kane. Yeah. And but then it was like, okay, but we can't just have anybody eliminate Mabel because it's not gonna make sense. So it's not gonna make sense for a small. We'll just have we'll just have him get sacrificed by the Undertaker. And of course, Undertaker was a part of the the Royal Rumble, so you took out like the big the, no. There was no big show at the time. Well, yeah, and it was like, yeah, for Undertaker too, it's like, okay, if Undertaker's there, why is he not fighting? Like, why is he just, like, you know, acting like a cult leader? Bro, they they, they planned it out to where, okay, the big, the, the giant superstars, we're going to have to find a way for them to eliminate themselves. Yeah. Because, because it's going to it's, it's gonna be almost impossible, realistically, for the smaller guys to eliminate these guys. Because they're big, and they're like, you know, powerful and indestructible or whatever so that's how they did it you know without without having just to stick in the logical sense of things like okay well you know because fans are gonna be like okay Kane's gonna be the royal rumble i wonder who's gonna eliminate Kane. who's powerful enough to eliminate Kane? because at the time Kane was known to be like the next Undertaker, basically, like you can't hurt this. Well, guy. yeah, I mean, not, well, yeah, he was kind of like uh, Michael Myers. Remember, you just like sit up, yeah. and knock him down, and you, can't, and you can't hurt him. And all his traits are from like the Undertaker, except like a little, a little bit more powerful, I guess. Who knows? So, so they figured, okay, well, man, let's get the orderlies to come fucking arrest his ass and put him straight But that was nothing too, like. I didn't understand, like, why were they trying to arrest him? He didn't do anything. I don't know what the storyline is, to be honest. So I was like, it's like, whoever wrote the show. put that in there. Yeah, like, so like, it was like, the writer, I was like, the writer couldn't make up his mind. So he's like, you know what, fuck it, I just put all my ideas in there. Wait, just, everything. Here's, my, here's my question. Out of all the times that Kane wrestled in the WWE, the orderlies are just going to pop up during the Royal Rumble? <laughs> like, yeah. that's the only time you guys are going to pop up? <laughs> Out of all the times he was like wrestling and almost killing the Undertaker or Mankind or whoever, you're barely gonna show up right now when this is like the most important like match in his entire life. <laughs> Not only that, but like, why, why are the orderlies trying to arrest Kane? You need to arrest mankind. His fucking best friend is a sock. That's not normal. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hey, let's go get Kane. Yeah, but what about that guy? I don't know. Yeah, what about the guy talking? Talk, what about the guy talking? Talk, 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 talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's smiling while he's bleeding. I think we should ask him a few questions. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, why did they arrest uh, Undertaker? That yeah, he, uh, he's pretty start, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Undertaker was like, you know, <laughs> Undertaker was fucking, uh, you know, like Jim Jones starting to quote and shit. 
Oh, where does that house go? Where does that house go? Yeah, with this mannequin head. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, no, no. Man, I still was cool because I agree with them. Everybody oh, yeah. does want head. Yeah, everybody wants that's head. True. Everybody needs head. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Everyone needs a job. Yeah. Yeah, I want to join the job squad. A job squad. Everyone needs a job squad. All right, cool. Well, I guess you both agree. We give yeah, you like two, two, two and, and a half, half stars. Out of five. Ching, 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 ching. That's my uh, stars. That's my stars sound effect. Ching, 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 ching. Yeah, so the rock. <laughs> The Rock is going to take him to the English announce table. Then The Rock's going to take him to the Spanish announce table. <laughs> then The Rock's going to take him to the French announce table. Then The Rock's going to take him to the ching ta tang tang yang table. <laughs> <laughs> and that's China for all you guys who don't know. For all you jabronis out there that don't know, when The Rock says ting ting chong chong chong, The Rock is talking about China. <laughs> By the way, that's not even a word. The Rock speaks his own Mandarin. Oh, okay. I thought, was gonna, I, I, I thought you were gonna speak for yourself, bro. The ant. Oh, yeah, the ant. The ant says his own Mandarin. <laughs> his own Mandarin. <laughs> More like slandering. Yeah. The ant speaks uh, Ebandarin. Uh, e e it's a combination of Ebonics and Ebandarin. Nice. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, well, uh, so that's our review for the 1999 Royal Rumble, the worst oh, yeah. Royal Rumble ever. So um, now, I can't comment if it is the worst ever because uh, I didn't watch every single Royal Rumble from 1987 until 2020. Mm -hmm. But uh, when I do have the time, I could watch uh, every Royal Rumble from 1987 to 2020, and I can give you, I can tell you what is the worst to me. But we were just going off the Wrestling Observer. And like I said, the Wrestling Observer, they're like the Rotten Tomatoes of Wrestling. They rated this one the worst Royal Rumble ever, only giving it half a star. But uh, Romeo and I, we disagree. We gave it two and a half stars. We gave it two more stars than they gave it. Yeah. Now, I mean, of course, we're in different times. But from our past reviews, um, from 1999 Royal Rumble and the 2020, was it 2020 Royal Rumble that we watched? Yeah. Yeah. Which one's better? Uh, well, yeah, overall, I would say the 2021 was better. Okay. Um, but I think, like I said, I think that the Rock Mankind match by itself was yeah. better than both. To be honest, that, you, I like, think like that match by the, itself was yeah. I could I could watch that all day. The, I think the mankind, the rock, um, right, was better than any of the single matches that I watched in the twenty twenty Royal Rumble. Yeah, and see, and what I liked about it was is that what was perfect about the match was that you know the match was a compilation of their entire storyline. Yeah, and like you know, well, all the shit the Rock was talking, and uh, and all, and even Mankind was talking shit too about how uh, he's gonna uh, you know, make the Rock bleed. He's gonna bust up in that that. I'm gonna bust up in that ridiculous eyebrow. 
<laughs> and I'm gonna shove Mr. Sako in your mouth. And so, like, you can, <laughs> so you can tell. Like, so by watching the match, you can tell they 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 didn't like each other. At least you got you got the feeling that they hated each other. At least, at least for a little bit. Like, yeah, like the rock calling him fat and shit. Like, fuck, that's so fucked up, bro. Like, it's like, the like, rocks, the I rocks, gonna kick your fat ass. Fat ass. Get your fat ass out of me. The rock doesn't watch you. Just your fat ass now. Rock straight up fat shaming. Big Foley. Yeah, the rock was fresh before the fat shaming was even a thing. But seriously, man, so much respect for both those guys. Yeah. Man, I I call that the Rock and Sock Foundation match alone, man. That's such an awesome match. Such but a I, good match. I was say though, man. But it was, I don't know, to me, it was just like great storytelling. It was great storytelling. But well, then the it too. I mean, yeah. it's not only the the, sto- the writing, but you know, as a wrestler, you still have to improvise too. Like, they'll give you like a little you know, story like, oh, you guys don't like each other. He did this to you. He slept with your sister. But you kind of have to improvise and build your own character. You know what I mean? So they'll give you like little, you know, little titles here and there, but you kind of have to create your own story too as a character. And they did that very well. Well, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, electrocuting somebody is is great improvisation. Yo, fucking man, dude! I didn't think they expected that. Like when they were climbing up that 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 ladder, I was like, wait a fucking moment, like. You guys are not about to fucking like do an elbow drop in that fucking like height. That's like 12 feet high. Like you're not about to do an elbow drop right now on that height. No fucking way. Like I don't see a support system in the in the floor. Like who's? Well, see, I think they, I think, I think they they set it up though, cause like, okay, I think the plan was okay. We're gonna fight on top of that thing, and then I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna fall off and land on the speaker. I don't think mankind anticipated though when he landed on the speaker, he was gonna get a little. Yeah, he, he was probably just gonna land on the speaker, not the whole entire thing fucking go out and shit. I'm like, fuck, that's crazy. Even the rock was shocked. He's like, oh shit, oh shit. Yeah, even the rock, rock was like, did you see? Oh, like, oh shit, that, that just commit murder on live TV. That just yeah, his face was his face was like, like, did I just commit murder on live TV? Like, shit. I don't know if he was looking at the camera or if he was looking at Vince or if he was looking at Shane, but he was looking at someone like, oh shit. Oh. Like, he's like, oh shit, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 it oh. doesn't matter. That's not part of the script. <laughs> yeah, let me improvise this real quick. Uh, yeah, tell this Jabroni ass that the rock won't stop until he says I quit. Yeah, and then Shane, because listen, Shane came out. Shane was like, like, like bro, uh, bro, we, 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 we need, we need like, to stop this. Yeah, yeah, he's like, bro, dude, like, dude, you gotta stop this, like, right now, man. Yeah, like, dude, like, like, dude, my dad, my, my dad's like, maybe you need to cut this shit out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, my dad's yeah, no, like, I don't right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, <laughs> this is a liability. Yeah. Oh, God. It comes to show that we love we love this match so much 
since we talk about it more than yeah. the rest of the entire month. I mean, maybe maybe in the next uh, review we can uh, we can do the Luna versus Sable review, a four hour. <laughs> uh, well, there's not much to talk about. That. Uh, listen, you want to talk about Luna's outfit again? That'll definitely be a four hour topic right there. Just her outfit alone. Goodness gracious! <laughs> much props to her though. Goodness gracious! Woo. Woo. Well, anyway, so um. Yeah, that's it for today. Um, and, uh, well, I, I got one shout out. I uh, she commented on our uh, Harley Quinn Birds of Prey, what the fuck uh, they want to call it. Um, well, she she agreed with me, so uh, she thought the movie was sucked. She thought it was terrible, and uh, that that's a woman saying that too. So that that kind of debunks uh, Warner Brothers' excuse. You know, it's not just men hating. Women hate that shit too. So uh, yeah, shout out to Amy, and uh, keep listening. All right. And uh, you can follow you can follow the ant on Instagram. The ant's Instagram is at expect the ant, and you, the ant, expect the ants also on Twitter at expect the ant. And okay. you can find you can find ant. Expect the ant also too. Expect the ant also on Facebook and Tumblr as Solo Ant. You can find both uh, Expect the Ant and Romeo on Facebook, uh, Solo Ant, and Tumblr. You can also find us on different platforms. We're on Stetcher, Sprecher, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Google Podcasts. We're all over the place. So uh, you can find us on any platform. And uh, Romeo, where can they find you? Well, you can find, you can, you can find the Romeo, of course, on Aubrey, really, underscore 81. And that's uh, the Romeo's uh, Instagram. And, of course, a shout-out. Any uh, shout-outs? Well, I gave one to Amy. Uh, that's the only shout-out for I have. You got any for you? Well, yeah, sure. Uh, shout out to um, Mr. Mr. Santos, Mr. Efren Santos, who couldn't make it to to this podcast uh, tonight. Well, he's somewhere. He's somewhere in uh, Australia, uh, looking for Magro uh, Robbie. Well, actually, he's uh, he's somewhere. He's somewhere. That's for sure. And um, he can definitely like. Uh, he's gonna come back uh, in the next episode and like, explain to you why he couldn't make it to this podcast tonight. So I'll let him explain it, not me. Oh uh, well, did he? Uh, uh, well, I take it back. He, he might have went back to Sacramento. Um, nah, it's a little deeper than that. But okay. I'll, I'll have it. I'll have you talk to me. Talk to us. Talk. talk. Talk to you guys about it in the next. Oh well, I mean, well, you could find Efren on uh Pornhub because he did tell us that he has videos <laughs> on there. He told us he has videos on there, so you can find him on Pornhub. I. I don't know. I mean, you can try typing his name. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe his little wiener will just pop out and be like, hey, it's little Efren Santos. Who knows? <laughs> Look, I would not know. Okay? I would not know. He talks about it. I don't know. He also talks about the size. I can care less. Like, he wants to send me videos. I don't want it. You can have it. Uh, it's okay. 
All right, man. So uh, that's it, man. See you later. Good night. Peace. Sucker. Sucker. Good night, sucker. Have a nice day. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? The rock says. The rock says. The rock says. The rock says. Now what the rock is cooking.